everybody welcome back to that girl with me Danielle Decker so thankful to be with you today finally after way too many days of not recording and uh, here I am and I hope you haven't forgotten about me I sure haven't forgotten about you but man um, I, what I'm about to say I think everybody's gonna be like yep Yep, been there, and that's exactly why we're going to talk about what we're talking about today. But um, we kind of had some sickness rolling through our house and um, for the last couple of weeks, and I've got some things still hanging on, but you know what? It's, it's on its way out in the name of Jesus, but I finally had a morning where I woke up and I don't have a horrendous headache this morning. I have been waking up and not feeling good and having headaches. And honestly, I could have every excuse in the book. And you guys know, I just, I can't stand excuses because we all have an excuse. And if it's important enough, we will make it happen. And not that the podcast isn't important because it's one of the most important things in my life for my, my own ministry. But, um, to be honest with you, I've just kind of felt down uh, in my spirit uh, along with some sickness and this headache that will not relent. And so to just be totally honest with you, I just have not felt like coming down and doing it because it just felt like a lot for me. And finally, I had to tell myself like, no, that's exactly why Satan bring sickness and disease and all these horrible things is because it keeps us from doing the very thing that God wants us to do. That's what sickness does. Whether it's sickness in our body, sickness um, in our mind, in our spirit, uh, sickness with our kids, whatever it is, it always keeps us from doing what God's called us to do because the sickness in our flesh will always trump whatever's in our spirit if we're not careful. And I absolutely allowed that to happen. And obviously there are times in our lives where we're sick and you're, and you're, and you don't feel good and you can't do the things, um, that you want to do or need to do because you really are sick and we live in a fallen world and there's sickness and there's disease. Um, but sometimes when we get in that place of sickness or our kids are sick and then another kid is sick and then I'm sick and then your husband's sick, man, that starts to weigh on your your uh, your mental health, right? You start to get like, whoa, and you get in this, this space and that is the place where Satan tries to get us. Not only does he bring the sickness, but he brings everything else that comes with that. And a lot of times, unfortunately, man, you, you know, where do you go when you don't feel good? You stay home. And when we're staying home and we're isolated and all of that, gosh, I could get on a whole tangent about that, but I won't. But when we're isolated and we're at home and we're not feeling good and our family's not feeling good. And the next thing you know, it's been a month and you're like, whoa, we've got to crawl out of this hole that we've been in. And that's how you know that sickness and, and things like that, that that comes from the enemy to destroy you, destroy your life, and um, we can't let that happen, right? Amen? So here I am. Here I am. If you were wondering, that is where I have been, along with 
so many other people, and I hate even speaking that out of my mouth, but the reality is, is um, right now there is so much sickness going around, which is not that uncommon. We forget that every year there is a flu season. Uh, there are sicknesses that come around that, you know, that's just the way it's been forever, which doesn't mean that we have to receive that sickness. What's so great about um, being a child of the Most High King is the promises that we have through the finished work of Jesus. And one of those promises is healing. And while we can still have symptoms in our body and the sickness is going to come, uh, we can't stop sickness from coming. Uh, again, we, we live in a fallen world and a lot of times we think to ourselves like, well, if I'm a Christian and I'm doing what God's called me to do and I'm, I'm, I'm following him, why are things like this still happening to me? But we have to remember that we still live in this world. We, we still live here. It's still fallen. It's still broken. Our bodies are still, um, you know, we, we were born into this, this sin nature. And while we don't have sin in us any longer, we still live on this earth and we still have flesh and we still battle things. But it doesn't mean that it can stay. And um, so today I just want to talk about who the healer is. I want to talk about healing because it's so important that we grab a hold of a promise that has been made to us and we hold on to it and we don't let go. Because when we are experiencing symptoms, it is so easy to lose sight of the promise that we have in Jesus. I, I mean, for all of us. Because why? Because I feel the symptoms in my body. I, I can feel it. That feels more real to me right now than the promise of Jesus. And listen, we can say that out loud because that is how it feels. It's not the truth. God's word trumps any feeling, any situation. What Jesus did is above all, and, and we know that. And so that's why it's important that in these times of sickness, that we begin to speak the words. We have to speak out of our mouth and line up our mouths with what Jesus says and what he's done. In uh, Proverbs 18, verse 21, I wasn't going to start here, but here we are. Proverbs 18 and verse 21 says, you guys, I've got the wrong thing. Proverbs 18, thank you. Proverbs 18 and verse 21 says, death and life are in the power of the tongue and those who love it will eat its fruit. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. And like I was just saying, see, we have to line up our mouths and our tongue and what we're saying. We need to line those up with the word of God. So many times we just want to keep saying, I'm sick. My child is sick. I don't feel good. And we just keep speaking out our symptoms. And listen, it's okay. I get it. I've done it. I've been doing it. It's been really, really hard for me to not say every moment, my ear hurts, my head hurts, I still have a headache. Why is my head still hurting? 
I think my, I have fluid in my ear. I mean, all these things I keep saying over and over again. And as my daughter so sweetly reminded me, because I'm constantly reminding my children, we always say, instead of saying, I don't feel good, we say, I'm healed in the name of Jesus. And not that we can't speak out our symptoms and say, this is, this is what hurts. This is what doesn't feel good. Yes. Okay. Let's assess the situation. Now we line it up with what, what does God say about that? Well, he says, he says, I'm healed. He says, I'm whole. He says, I'm healthy. That's what he says. That's what he paid for. That's what his finished work on the cross points to is my healing. In first Peter, you guys have to hang with me because I'm all, I'm all over today in my scriptures, but I want to make sure I read these to you because it's important. See, how do we line our words up with what God says? How do we get our tongue right if we don't know what God says? But see, that's why we need to go to the word. What does God say? What does God say? I don't have to go to Google and keep looking and searching my child's symptoms or my symptoms. I don't have to do that. What I need to do is get on and get in my word and say, what does God say about this sickness? Because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what it is. God has the final say. Well, what, what does he say? Well, in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 24, he says, Jesus who himself bore our sins in his own body on the tree, that we, having died to sins, might live for righteousness, by whose stripes you were healed. We were healed. He bore our sins. He forgives us of our sins. And we are healed. And we are healed. He took that... The, the payment, the suffering. He took it into his body. Psalms 103. Psalms 103 verses 2 through 5 says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your iniquities, who heals all your diseases who redeems your life from destruction, who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfies your mouth with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. He forgives all our sins and he heals all of our diseases. There is nothing that God can't do for us. But see, our healing doesn't come from anything other than Jesus. We have to remember that Jesus, by his, his body was broken, that ours would be made whole. See, when we, when we take communion, and I hope that this is something that I encourage you to do at home, because a lot of times, and in religion, a lot of religions teach so many crazy things about communion. But see, communion is for the believer. If you have received Jesus, you receive that communion. That is what you're doing. And what does communion do? Communion is all it is. Well, I don't want to say all it is because it's it's huge. But what we're doing is, is we are testifying and reminding ourselves that Jesus paid the price. That his body was broken, that ours would be made whole. And then the cup represents his blood that was poured out. See, the cup says, I have a right 
I have a right to receive that healing because the blood that was shed paid the price of my sins. And because he paid that price, I'm no longer separated from the father. And when I'm no longer separated from the father, I can come to him and receive the benefit of healing with nothing attached. No strings attached because it's not about me. It's not about how good I am. It's not whether I pray the perfect prayer, do the perfect things. See, the healing is who Jesus is. Jesus isn't going out, figuring out some healing, coming back and bringing it to you. No, no, no. Jesus is healing. That's who he is. And so when we receive him, we were healed past tense. See, he saw you when he was on the cross. He saw you. He knew you then and he knows you now. He knows exactly what you need. He knows He knows from the top of your head to the tips of your toes. He is your healer. And, but all we have to do is receive what he's so freely given to us. And I'm reminded of the story of the woman with the issue of blood. She had bled for 12 years. She went to every doctor. She spent all of her money, every last dollar that she had. She went to every doctor searching for answers for someone. Someone help me. She was, she was out of options. She had nowhere else to go. But she heard. All she did was hear about Jesus and who he was. And she thought, if I could just touch the hem of his garment, I would be healed. And that's exactly what she did. She touched his garment and right when she touched him, he knew that power had left his body. And it says immediately she was healed. Immediately. She did not have to wait for her healing. Immediately. And see what's amazing is that we even have more promise than she did. Why? Because we've received Jesus. She couldn't receive him the way that we do because he was still there. Now she was completely healed. How amazing, how incredible that she got to actually touch his garment. But see, now he lives within us. And where Jesus dwells, no sickness can dwell. Because see, they cannot coexist. They cannot so if we understood the authority that we have by our mouths, the authority given to us by Jesus, we would start to speak to our body and command our body to line up with the truth of who Jesus is, what he did for us. Because see, we have authority over our body and we don't even use it. Because the Bible tells us that the same spirit that rose Jesus from the grave is the same spirit that lives in us. And I don't know about you, but if I have a spirit living on the inside of me that can raise Jesus from the dead, surely he can heal my body of anything that tries to come against it in the name of Jesus. Amen. But see, I have to start believing, speaking, and living as a healed person. I need to start taking that communion and reminding myself every single day through the symptoms. Even when I don't see it, you're working. Even when I don't feel it, you're working. Because nothing is impossible by him and by the one who believes. See, we believe on him. We receive his promise and we walk in his truth. We line up our mouths with what he says. We don't line up our mouth with how I feel. I line up with what he says, what he's done, what was done. And that's how I live my life. 
And you might be sitting here and you're like, Danielle, I'm still experiencing symptoms. I understand. I am too. I understand. But what I can tell you is that the more I start to seek him and the more I get in the word with him and the more I start speaking out, I am healed. I am a daughter of the most high king. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. He is the one that forgives my sins and heals all my diseases. See, I start to speak out his word and my body starts to line up because I have authority. I have the authority and how different would our lives look? How different would we live our lives if we really lived the way by the authority that has been given to us? See, the Bible tells us that as Jesus is right now, so are we in this world. Well, how is Jesus? Jesus is seated at the right hand hand of the father. That's where he sits in the highest place of authority next to the father at his right hand. That's where we are. That's who we are. We bear the name of Jesus. Does Jesus have any sickness in him? No. Okay. Then neither do I. I might have symptoms here and right now, but it cannot stay. It has to leave. It can't stay. And so right now, while there's so much sickness, don't you dare sit around and say, well, it's going around. So, you know, we're going to get it. And that's just the way it is right now. Nope. See, that's, that's receiving and accepting the curse when you should be receiving and accepting the healing finished work of Jesus. We don't have to receive what the world receives. We receive the benefit, the blessing, the healing, the promise of Jesus. We've got to find a promise and stand on it. Hold tight to it. Don't you dare let it go because that's why his promises are there. See, God's word will not return void to him. If he says, I heal all of your diseases, that is what he meant. That is what he meant. And if you believe him for your salvation, you can believe him for your healing, for the healing of your family, your kids, whatever it is. You can believe him for that. You can trust him. And if you, if you don't know where to look and you don't know where to start, Google scriptures on healing. And you read those scriptures over and over. And the minute you want to start speaking out your symptoms, you speak out, I'm healed in the name of Jesus. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. I am covered in the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus speaks of the promise of healing. And that is who I am. That is who my children are. And you take communion. You take some bread and you take some juice and you thank, thank you, Jesus, I'm taking this bread right now. I'm reminding myself that by your stripes, that your body was broken, that you took the beating, that my body would be made whole. I'm reminding myself of that right now. And I take the cup and I thank you that his body, his blood was poured out for a new and better covenant, for new promises, that there's nothing that separates us from the Father, that I can come to the throne and boldly proclaim the promise of healing. That is why I drink that cup. 
Thank you, Jesus. And you take that communion as often as you take that medicine to feel better. You take that communion and you take that medicine in faith saying, Lord, I thank you that it's blessed, sanctified for the use of my body in the name of Jesus. And you remind yourself of the authority that you have given to you through Jesus Christ and his finished work that you have authority and your body will line up with what God says. And that's healing. I need healing in my body. I need healing in the bodies of my families. And see, Satan does this. And right before, as we're coming into the holiday season, what does Satan want to do? He wants to destroy. He wants to steal. He wants to kill. He wants every good thing that is coming over the next week. He wants to take that from you. So what is he going to do? What's he going to bring? All the bad. That's, That's what he says. But you have to remember that God has the final word. He's the final say. He is. So start lining your mouth up with what he says, his promise. Don't line up with what Satan says. Don't let him steal your joy. Even when I don't see it, you're working. Even when I don't feel it, you're working. He never stops working. His, his, his word will not return void and nothing is impossible for him who believes. He is the one that promised it. He is the one that paid the price for it. He wants us to receive it. Healing is a benefit that he paid for specifically. I don't want what he went through to be in vain. I want to receive it with all my heart. That I would walk in health and freedom. That I would give glory to the one. When everyone else says, this is what happened, I say, it started But it couldn't stay because Jesus paid the price for me. And he paid the price for you too. That we might be healed. That it's a benefit of being in the family of God. Amen. You guys, I hope that this message helped you. I am so sorry that it took so long for me to get something out. But you know what? I feel like this was very timely. In a time when I've needed to speak the healing And I still need to speak that healing. I pray that this encourages you to understand that Jesus loves you so much that he paid the price on purpose for you. So you didn't have to walk in sickness and disease. We don't have to stay there because he paid the price. How wonderful is that? How amazing is that? What an incredible blessing that we get to have. What a benefit. Amen. So walk in that benefit today. Receive that promise. Hold on to the promise of healing and do not let go. And you take communion. You pray and plead the blood of Jesus over your family that you would be covered, that he would be with you. Father, that you would be with every person by the sound of my voice, that they're healed and healthy, Father God. They're strong, that they would be able to go into this Christmas season to to give you glory and you honor, to remember who you are and what you've done for us, that every person would be strong, Father God, that our bodies would line up with the authority that you have given to us, that our bodies would, would receive it in the name of Jesus. Please share this message with others that might need this encouragement, that might need this healing, that we would receive what God has so freely given to us. I pray you guys have an awesome rest of your week. Christmas is coming and I will be talking to you soon. And I hope that you guys are blessed and I'll see you here next week at That Girl.